Happy New Year's, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk. And of course, we have our wonderful co-host, Nick from the Nick Job. It is going to be a good year. It's it going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. We just got to keep saying that, right? <laughs> going to be a good year. You know, here's the whole thing. Everybody said 2022 was a rough year. Right. I lived through all my bad days. Yes, you did. So did yes, you. Yes, you did. Yeah, we, yes, we did. So, you know, it couldn't have been that bad of a year if we lived through all our bad days. That's exactly right. <laughs> A little balder, a little shorter, but we still survived. <laughs> Got out of bed every morning. There you go. Exactly. I uh, said, somebody else say, hey, Nick, how's it going? I'm like, I'm still standing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm still standing. That's all that matters. Right. I got out of bed this morning. Whether it hurt or not, I still got out of bed. So. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is it? When <laughs> I was younger, I may have jumped out of bed. And right now I may roll out of bed, but at least I'm still getting out of bed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So this is going to be a fun episode. Yes. So we got a suggestion from one of our fans. They wanted us to cover weird, funny New Year's superstitions and traditions. And I was like, okay, that that was that sounds interesting. So, um, I did pull up a couple earlier, you know, just uh, just to kind of it, it read through some of these. It, it's kind of funny. There's hundreds of them. I, I know. I know. Funny. I'm really having a hard time. I'm on the History Channel. It keeps popping up all kind of crazy stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, come on. Where was the one I was looking for? Okay, so I'm going to... So well, see why... Go ahead. I was going to say, what I just found right here is 25 best New Year's resolution... Wait. 25 best New Year's traditions to celebrate to start in 2023. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Pioneer Woman? I, well, I don't know who it's from. It's just a list on Google, oh, but okay. it says it says host a party, watch a fireworks, find round objects, <laughs> carefully choose your first <laughs> guest, toast, toss a coin. Yep. None of these. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. Watch the Times Square ball drop. Who's not going to do that if they have television? Yeah. Unless you're asleep. Kiss at midnight. Yeah, I don't know if I would make it. <laughs> make a toast. What is that? I mean, those are <laughs> traditions. I know, I know, I know. It's it's funny. So, it, it's funny. I got a couple of different ones pulled up. I was actually looking at a couple of different pages. And so, the one that caught my attention is some of these that are, uh, what is it? Here, here it is. Um, Crazy. Yeah. So you got 25 of the strangest New Year's traditions from around the world. Okay. That's the one I want to, I want to see. Yeah. So it's pretty funny. Okay. So broken plates. So in, in Denmark, basically they save all their unused dishes and plates until the 31st of December and they shatter them against the doors of their friends and family. And it's supposed to bring them good luck. Who, who was drunk on that day that made that up? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just going to take my old plates and I'm going to crash them at your door. Right. And if your door up, it's good luck. We're just going to keep doing it. Yeah, there you go. Right. What the hell? <laughs> okay, that's one. Okay, that was an interesting one. See, I believe it though. I believe it though, because people they'll take that shit pretty to, extreme. To, yeah, to, I know, right? Exactly. 
Like, I really, you know, this family, we, we, they've taken care of me or whatever. I'm going to go break some dishes on their door to bring them good luck. It's supposed to bring you and good luck, too. Feel good about it. Yeah. I know. Okay, so here, here's a really good one. In Ecuador, they celebrate the new year by burning paper-filled scarecrows at midnight. And they burn photographs from the previous year. Weird. <laughs> All in the name of good fortune. I guess they, they, they burn the old photographs to exercise any demons or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Teach his own. More I know. power to. Okay. Did you find something you wanted to share? Well, no, you know what I'm actually looking up? Uh, well, here's one. It's the top 14 New Year's resolution, or, or top 14 things you do for New Year's. One of them is make a resolution. Okay. okay? Yeah. You realize that I, I was trying to look up the statistics, but I think 55% of everybody in the entire world that makes a New Year's resolution does not follow through with it. Yep. That's true. And that, and then the other 45%, mm -hmm. it's broke up in percentage of how long they last okay. and maybe 1% of that entire 100% makes it six months. Okay. Whatever the resolution is. Okay. Losing weight, quit smoking, quit drinking, you know. Right. Fine, whatever. So. <laughs> yeah. Number one on this deal, it says 14 classic New Year's Eve traditions. And number one is make a New Year's resolution. Number two is actually keeping them. <laughs> okay. Decorate a New Year's tree. Have you ever heard of that? No. No, I haven't either. Yeah, that, that's weird. The fun have to end at Christmas. The tradition is decorate a New Year's tree. Goes back to the 1600s, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Weird. Eat New Year's food. Now, that's a given. What does my mother every year cook? Black, black, black eyed peas black, and cabbage. Yeah, black eyed peas and cabbage. And I never do. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure that. Uh, okay, so that, here's an interesting one. Okay. South America, in, in some South American countries, Wearing colored under to underwear will determine your fate for the new year. Really? <laughs> yeah. Red means you'll find love. Gold, wealth. White signifies peace. So if you put on multiple colored underwear? Yeah, I don't know. It has to be solid. <laughs> so you can put on white first and then red and then green and then, you know. <laughs> exactly. First, several, first, whatever's on the outside you're stuck with. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as many people that, eat, that wear whitey tighties, I don't know why we don't have peace right now. So, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. In a way. Where is it? I'm looking for it here. It says flesh more than one one third of American 37% say they will have a goal or resolution that they want to accomplish in 2023. Another 17% are unsure. Okay. Huh. So oh, I don't want advertisements or cookies. So here's a really good one. Okay, this is hilarious. Okay, you ready for this? All right, I'm listening. Peru, at the end of the year, or end of December, people in a small Peruvian village fist fight to settle their differences. Well, wow. <laughs> And then they start off the new year on a clean slate. <laughs> they literally hash everything out, forgive each other, and then they move on with their lives. Wow. 
That's nothing like an ass whipping to bring in a good New Year. Yeah, right? Exactly right. It's like what the but hell? See, just think about that though. <laughs> if the Hatfields and McCoys would have done that 200, 300 years ago, would have never had all those feuds. Yeah, there'd True. be a lot of Hatfields and a lot of McCoys out there in the world. Yeah, that's funny. But still, I mean, a fist fight, and it's literally got a picture of two women sitting there duking it out. <laughs> funny as women. Yes. <laughs> Oh my my husband that extra piece of pie (laughs) yeah exactly right oh my gosh it's funny as hell what 87% of people who will set an objective resolution say they are say they are very or somewhat likely to keep throughout the next year That's a crock. A poll conducted December 16th, 21 found that above the five Americans that say they have resolved, I I just got confused, physical health, 20%, saved money, 20%, exercise more, 19%, eat healthier, 18%. This is not looking good. People who will be focused on being happy, 17%. Lose weight, 17%. Women are slightly more likely than men to say that in 2023, they resolve to eat healthier is 23% versus 13%. Dang. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, if you remember, I had nine New Year's resolutions last year. You sure did. And how many are you still doing? <laughs> we, we can cut that out of the deal. I didn't ask that question. I take it back. I take oh, it back it's, that... it's all good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> I brought it up. It's it's just funny. So, okay, okay. Got another one for you. But go ahead. I don't even make a resolution. That, before we go, move on, I don't even make a resolution because I know I'm not going to uphold it. Well, the funny thing is, is I did keep a couple of them. A couple of them I did. More yeah, so did see, not. But I set I, nine goals is a lot of goals. And I think we said that, you know, if you if you hold on to two or three of those by the end of the year, you're doing good. Right. I think we said that in the podcast. Right. Okay. We'll, so we'll have Paul. We'll have Paul check our stats. Okay, so one of the things that I think I've been doing better at is one of the resolutions is stop saying the word sorry so much. Yeah. And I think I've been doing pretty good. I don't say it hardly at all anymore. Right. I mean, I still say it every once in a while, but not near I as think much. that it's just immediate habit. Before you think, you say it. Right. And it's very seldom that you're actually saying it as if something happened and it's just like, oh, man, the door wouldn't close. Sorry, you know. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't close the door in the car right. Sorry. You know, that kind of thing. Right. Not that you did anything. I couldn't close the door right, and I kind of announced the fact that I couldn't close the door right, and your response immediately was sorry. You know, yeah, but I said that's your habit, right? But I said sorry on the podcast a lot, and I think I've said sorry a lot less. I've actually said I'm not sorry for some of the things that I've said, right? You know, so I'm daring. I want to piss people off because I want them to come back and go, "You're wrong, and this is why," and then we'll find out the truth, right? Maybe I was wrong. Have a discussion. Yes, have a discussion. Do it. So. Number three on my list, be more social. Okay. We have gone out a lot this year. And and I got involved with the foundation committee. Yes, you did. That's a big social uh, thing to do because that's... Yeah, because would you have meetings once every... Once once a month. How did that go? Once a month until like the last month and a half. Yeah. And then it was every other week. Yeah. And then you were out there, first one of the first people out there, one of the last ones to leave. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, that, that's that two out of nine that I actually did keep. That's actually pretty right. good. 
That's real good. Because it is true. Yeah, you, you know, and and I didn't, I, you know, you went through going through the foundation and we had to change podcast nights almost every week or every other week, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Right. That was that's awesome. Yeah. So okay. Are we ready for the uh for the cows? Cows. Cow C O W cows? Yes, cows. Oh, oh no. <laughs> the New Year's resolution and cow tipping. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, in Belgium. It's don't forget the cows. In Belgium, they take their livestock seriously, at least seriously enough that the farmers wish their cows a happy new year. Well, <laughs> I was like, okay, interesting. That's uh, okay. So when does the cow end up on the table? I know exactly within the year. Yeah, <laughs> have a good year because we're going to eat you. Yeah, we're going to eat you this year. <laughs> that is funny. So yeah. Okay. Uh, what was it? There was this one I think I found. There's way too much in here to. Oh, really? How many people? New Year's resolutions. Huh? 38.5%. How many people? <clears throat> Make New Year's resolutions. Okay. Pretty good stat. 38.5% of U.S. adults set a New Year's resolution yearly based on the average of five different studies over the past year. Okay. 52.6% focus on a New Year's resolution, whereas the other 47% set multiple ones. Okay. So 52.6% only focus on one New Year's resolution. Or not one at all? Or multiple. Okay. So they're, we're only talking about the 38.5% that actually make New Year's resolution. Okay. 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 So in that realm, 52.6% have one New Year's resolution. The other 47.4% have multiples, like you, nine, whatever. <laughs> Right? Right. People over 55 are three to one times less likely to have a resolution compared to younger adults. That I could see that. Because we know better. Well, <laughs> we've lived a full life, some of us. So what, what, else, what, are the, we need to, what else do we need to do? The New Year's resolution is depicted on the fact that you need to better some portion of yourself. Okay. Quit drinking, quit smoking, lose weight, be more positive. All those things are self-help stuff, right? Right. Which should wait till the new year to give you motivation to start working on it. Right. However, if you throw that out there, younger people have more, because old people will go, all right, I'm going to make a New Year's resolution. Let's see, what's my problem? Uh, I drink too much, so I'm gonna make a New Year's resolution. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut back on my drinking. <laughs> As I turn up a beer, you yeah. know, because I think when we get older, that's the way that's the way it is. We we know we've done this for <clears throat> decades, you know, and well, we know that well, nobody was... does. Well, but I was going to say also, as we get older, we just, if there's a problem we identify, we just start working on it. We don't wait till right. New Year's. It's or, it's sort of like, you know, if there's something we want, we just buy it. We don't wait till Christmas or a birthday. Yeah. You know. That's why we're so hard to buy for, because we always buy everything for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I mean, you know, I think when we get older, we know better. Yes. We've had New Year's resolutions when we were younger in the past and then right. we follow through with them. Now I'm not saying everybody in the world is that that lackadaisical or whatever you want to, you know, whatever word you're depicting that they're not following through, but I'm sure there are some people that go, you know what? The last five years I've made a New Year's resolutions and nailed it. Right. There are people that do that. Yeah. You know? So I can't doubt them. I'm doubting myself because I know if I make a New Year's resolution to cutting back on my drinking, I'm going to forget. The next time we go out and party and somebody says, hey, Nick, you're not driving. Let's do a shot. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> yeah, let's. <laughs> there went that one right. Hey, down hey, the hey, hey, Nick, we're going to Renfest. I got some mead. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. I'm, I'm right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, man. No, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So the funny thing is, uh, we I had down here play four rounds of golf. And I didn't play four rounds of golf, but I think we played, I think I bowled three times this year. Yeah, we've bowled three times. Yeah, so sure. so we traded off bowling for golf. Oh, right. Right. I, didn't, I don't think I've played golf. No, I played golf once this year. Yeah, got it? Because I don't, I didn't, I haven't, have I? I don't know. You I play with play your with mom. You. you haven't played with me. Yeah, I was going to say, you and I didn't play this year. Right. We need to get back in the game. Yeah, we do. As yeah. soon as it warms up, we're going to play. Right. So. So there are some really cool. St- Go ahead. Are you, I was going to say there are some really cool statistics in here that I kind of like. It says just because of COVID-19 has impacted the type of resolutions up to 75% of people who set them. Oh, Really? So believe it or not, after COVID-19, most people's resolutions out of that 38.5%, right? right? We're still focused on that. Their focus is more on mental health, eating healthier, and their finances. Wow. So see, COVID-19 wasn't, it did some good. It did. You know. It, it did. I don't uh. like the shit that the, the way it had to get started to create the good. Right. But, yeah. You know, 48% of people now after COVID-19 exercise more than they did before it started, before it hit. Nice. Health okay. relates to resolutions. It covered the top three. A Swiss study found that 70% of all resolutions related Relate to physical health. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Some way or another. I mean, I even just said it for the ones that I quit smoking, quit drinking. Right. Eat better, you know, exercise. All of those, physical health. Every single one of them. So I was 100% on this Swiss deal. I want to know what the ones are that brought it down to 70. What are they? What is their resolution? Finances? Fall in love? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, is, is that physical health? Yes, it is. Yeah. Because if you're mentally, if you're mentally confident and stable and in a loving relationship and have support, physical health is going to be better. Yes, it will be. Yeah. You know that people spend more time in the sun are less stressed. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. I saw a TikTok on, and they did several of them, but that was the one that just popped out. Yeah, vitamin D is a huge thing, and we don't get enough That's- of it. I take it every day. I don't know if I take enough. I but I, I take day. a vitamin D pill. I'm supposed to take it every day. I don't remember every day. But you need okay, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen of the audience, this is what happens when you get older. This is the one thing that I swore when I was when I was younger I would never have. A pill box. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you're taking Prescription medication <laughs> so much that you got to put it in a pill box. But I do have a pill box. Hold on. For anybody that's watching, it's full of vitamins, and I have a pill box Monday through Friday. Good for you. It's a big ass one too, because my a couple of the osteo the the osteo biflex stuff that I take, yeah. the pills are big, so I had to buy a bigger one. There it is. Pillbox. There you go. There's not yep. one prescription medication in any one of these. It's all supplements, vitamins, vitamin D, vitamin A, magnesium, zinc. Um, I can't remember some of the other ones. But yeah, they're all they all have to do with, you know, my years of getting beating the crap out of myself. I you know. know. Yeah. With the arthritis stuff. So I take the osteobiflex, turmeric. That's what I take that I absolutely love. It's an anti-inflammatory. It's an all-natural anti-inflammatory. It's great. Everybody should take it after a certain age. Say that. 
day. He's just looking at me like such a nerd. No, it's good. It's good. Okay, so where's the? Oh, here's a good one. This one's for you, Nick. Okay. Here's an interesting superstition. Okay. Okay. Don't loan out money. Okay. And okay. It's just weird. I I was like reading this and I was like, oh, what? This is don't loan out money on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Otherwise, it's a bad financial omen for the months ahead. So if anybody asks you for money on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, no. Catch up with well, me on I'm the third. Be at your house, so, <laughs> right? I know what you're saying. You know what we should do? We should ask everybody else <laughs> for money. Yeah. We get over there. Hey, can I borrow five bucks? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're messed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But I mean, that's exactly right. That's I mean, you know, if they don't know any better. Yeah. No. Yeah, and I guess you're right. that would make sense. You know, if you're lending out money, you're borrowing money. Right. Stop and think about it. If you got, if you, if you can handle borrowing money from people on a weekly basis and just putting that money in the bank, you'd probably be pretty rich if you did it for 20, 30 years, right? Uh, yeah. But still. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Jay, can I borrow five bucks? Hey, Jay, can I borrow five bucks? Oh, man, Jay, I'm a little short. I, you know, All right. you did that not thinking about it after a year, I'd have, you know, a couple grand sitting in the bank. Yeah. But, but you never paid them back. Well, that's, you know, that's up to the, I know. the beholder of the, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, oh, here's a funny one. Here's a really good one. Run seven times around your house. See, that's not fair. I live in an apartment complex. <laughs> I know, right? Twice as far. That's cheating. I know, right? <laughs> it says, "Get ready to sprint." <laughs> if it, if you, it, it's believed that if you run around your house seven times, you'll have good luck in the new year. So make sure you have some good sneakers on hand. <laughs> oh my so god! Do you, do you have gate on both sides of your backyard? Yes. You actually run around your house seven times? No, hell no. You, you, I mean, you could. Yeah. You do have a gate on the on on the far side of yeah. the right of the house, right? Yeah. yeah, I could. And then you have the gate on the left. That's where you go in, right? Yeah. The patio's on the left, so you actually could run circles around the house seven times. Yeah. But it doesn't. Why does it have? Wait a minute. Does it have to be you or any one person living in the house? Right. Exactly. There you go. But that, that it, whoever runs, whoever runs is the one that gets the gets luck. The luck. Yeah. Just have both your boys do it. If they're lucky, they're going to bring that luck to you, right? Right. I was actually thinking, you know, I've got this. It's a circular, you know, I got the wall in between my living room and my kitchen. And it's right. like, you know, and I can run the circle. <laughs> and I'll do the mini circle. I'll get half the luck, but I'll still do a mini circle. <laughs> Wait till I tell Andrew he's got to run around the apartment complex. <laughs> well, maybe just <laughs> your building. Yeah, he'll, he's been exercised, so he'll probably do it. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Run, run around the building seven times, buddy. Yeah. Oh my God! So would it be the building or the whole? Con no, it'd just be the building. It would just be that. the building. Yeah, the structure. That wouldn't be so bad. No, it wouldn't be bad for you, because it's oh. all sidewalk too. I mean, you could do it you really mean, quick. Andrew, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it, it, now if it said walk, I could probably pull that off. Okay. But running? No. Yeah, no. Um, no. I actually just uncovered my treadmill, so we'll see. I'm, I might be able to get there soon. See, Andrew's actually been working out on a daily basis, and because I live, my apartment faces a pool, and right behind the pool is the workout room here right. at the apartment. So, and it's a pretty nice one. I mean, they got free rates here and everything, so it's not so bad. Right. But he goes over there and works out, so that's you know good for him. That's how I get my exercise. Okay. <laughs> So here's one. I'm going to do this on uh, you come in with the funny stuff. I'm going to throw in a little negative here. How long do New Year's resolutions last? Five okay. days. Five? 
We'll do it in a percentage basis. 43% of all people expect to fail before February wow. and almost one out of out of four quit within the first week of setting their New Year's resolution. Was, okay, seven days. One Sorry. out of four. Damn. Most people quit before the end of January and only 9% see their resolution through until succession. Damn. 9%. That's crazy. Okay, so I, I fit into the 9% because I actually had a couple of them that I followed through with. Yes. So you got to separate each one of them if you want to do it that way. So you failed a little bit, but you succeeded. Yes, exactly. Let's follow up the failure with succession. We're good to go. Right. Right. But you, like you said, I, I, I was pretty aggressive last year. You, yeah, because you did. You didn't, you didn't hesitate on doing those two things. And we did, you know, we did exercise a little bit. We'll do more. No, we did. We did. Actually, we, you and I had talked last week about, you know, it's it's time for us to start getting out a little bit more and being a little bit more social and you know right that's why we started bowling and you know we're gonna we're gonna schedule golf time and try to talk Jane about a motorcycle so that we'll have reasons to ride. Dang. <laughs> okay. Sorry, mom, if you're listening to that. It's okay. I used to own a motorcycle. See, so yeah, and your mom was probably stressed out the whole time. Probably. Yeah. So mine, yeah, same. She co-signed for it, so. Well, <laughs> she must have been on board with it. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> good stuff. I drove it for a year to work, dude. It was That was my only transportation. And the sad part about it, I didn't even get a license. I had it for a year, and I never got a motorcycle. Dude, half the guys I rode up in Bandera, half the guys I went on these trail rides with, none. they didn't have... They never went and got took the class. Right. Never. I know. And when they get pulled over, they get it. If they get pulled over, <clears throat> excuse me, 90, not 90% of the time, they're just going to give them a ticket for whatever violation. Right. They're not going to get a ticket for not having a motorcycle license. I've never heard of anybody getting a ticket or a citation for that matter for not having a motorcycle license. Right. I don't get that. I don't know. What's the purpose of having the whole process? Just to make money? Okay. And it's a it's not easy. Oh, the motorcycle Doing test I heard was a pain in the butt. It is huge. Friday night, you take a three-hour test. It's a fairly easy one in common sense. Then Saturday from 8 to like 3 o'clock, you ride motorcycles. And you're doing these obstacle courses and stuff like this. It's all in a parking lot. It's all, you know, it's not like okay. you're jumping... Right. And then Sunday, you do some of the harder stuff, and then you take your final motorcycle test. And one of them is to be able to do a figure eight inside of a certain area without putting your feet down. Oh, okay. Now, you got to understand, too, they're not street glides. They're not full-size Harleys or full-size Hondas or full-size. They're not big, big bikes. They're 125 and 250 little street bikes. Like little, little night light. hawks. Yeah. Yeah, little bitty. Yeah, not they're not even crotch rocket type. They're sit comfortable. They're lightweight, you know. Right. Well, the somebody Honda. that's tiny, soaking pot, wet can can start them up and, you know. Right. So. Yeah. The Honda Nighthawk is, is like a street bike, but it's a 125, 250. Yeah. So, yeah. And they're real easy to ride. Yeah, they are. That's and believe it or have. not, out of the 27 people that started the class, four people dropped out before the end, and I was the only one in the entire class that did the figure eight without going outside of the boundaries. Really? And everybody still got their license. So, see, it's not really that big of a deal. Okay. Okay. That would be, that would be the I one thing. I handled the bike down. Yeah. Because yeah. I've only laid my bike down. I've laid a bike down three times. But mine, I only laid down twice. Right. I've laid mine down once, and I had somebody on the back of it. Yeah, I know. Yours was a lot more crazy. Yeah. No, mine was... Yeah, but I was going like 10. Yeah. So 
we didn't get hurt. We got our nut bell rung, you know, and the bike got a little scratched and bruised, but that's about it. Yeah. My, let's see, the one, the first time I laid a bike down, wet weather, and the car in front of me slammed on their brake. And the back tire just slipped right out from underneath me. And I just popped my foot down and literally just stood on the bike as I'm sliding down the road. And I'm just standing there like, okay, when are we going to stop? You know, it's just like you're just standing there on the bike holding the handlebar because it's like, what else are you going to do? You know? Yep. And I'm praying the car behind me doesn't hit me. That's, that's pretty much it, you know? So, yeah. Did you run in the car in front of you? Huh? Did you slide into the no. car in front of you? No, I stopped oh, okay. just in time. Yeah, it was all good. Yeah. So, and then the second time I laid a motorcycle down, I was getting ready to uh, turn left. And somebody ran a, ran a stop sign. And I, I literally, I'm like, I hit the brake. You know, every break I could possibly imagine and just the bike just slid out from underneath me. Thankfully, it didn't. I didn't do a full left. It just kind of slid out. But yeah, no. Right. Yeah, it, 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 it was kind of one of those situations like, really? I mean, seriously, you can't see I'm right here. Hello. You know, I was pissed. So, yeah, you know, I'm very when it comes to motorcycles, I always hang back. I'm, I'm very much a. a I'm not, when the light turns green, if I'm the first one, I'm not the first one in the middle of the intersection. Oh, no. I wait for the car next to me go by. You know, I give it a second. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think they're actually going to change the laws where the minute one light goes red, instantly the next light goes green. I think they're going to pause those now for like three to five seconds. Okay. Yeah, because you know everybody I mean? so, runs the red at the end of it, dude. Yeah, they're pushing that, and then the people are in a hurry. As soon as it goes green, they're jumping out there. That's where all the wrecks happen. I know. So, okay, so back to the New Year's resolution thing. 9% success rate. 9% of people actually actually succeed in doing it. 23% quit by the end of the first week. 64 after the first month, according to studies in the Australian and UK citizen, 81% before the end of the second year. Most people quit on the second Friday of the month. Wow. That's an odd one, isn't it? Yeah. 43% 43 of people expect to give up their goals by February, which explains the relationship relatively high quitting rate in January. Well, and the funny thing is, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. So for me though, that mean you said the fit the 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 Friday. So that in my opinion means okay, they've had a rough week. They said they were going to quit smoking or they said they were going to quit drinking or not drink as much. They had a rough week. Guess what? Friday it's all on like Donkey Kong. Yeah, exactly, right? I mean, let's just be honest. That's what it tells me right there. <clears throat> Had a stress week. Yeah. Pop open a beer, light a cigarette, right. you're off to the races. Right. Or they go by happy hour with their friends, you know, because they need to de-stress or whatever. That's. I'll just have one. Yeah. And it won't. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a tequila shot? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Was, uh -huh. that, was that a gin and tonic? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, this is a weird one. I gotta tell you. I gotta show you. I just ran across this one. Stay in your house. The superstition doesn't mean you have to stay in your house forever. Just until someone from the outside comes through the door. Now, where's this from? I, I don't know. This was this was an interesting one. And I'm like, okay, well, if nobody can leave their house, how's somebody going to come through the damn door? Well, if you lock yourself in the house and I'm trying to get you out, I come over there and I walk, walk through the door 
unless you lock the door. I mean, you know. Right, right. But what? But I'll beat what the door if down. you're? Beat... But if you're following the superstition and you stay on your in your house, how are you going to walk through my door if you stay in your house? And well, you know that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going to have to reach out to you know one of our friends like Paul or Matt, or, yeah, who doesn't believe in this, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! But they're not paying attention to the to the myth or the legend or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah. Okay, okay. No, I got one more real quick. <laughs> Perform a bear dance. A bear, like B E A R. B E A R. R E. In Romania, people dress up in bear skins and dance up and down the streets <laughs> to ward off bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, whoever came up with that, <clears throat> and I want to say something to one of our greatest fans, Paul, it's not B-A-R-E, Bear. <laughs> Unfortunately, you and I didn't get an opportunity to win that battle. Yeah, it's not B-A-R-E, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But so you know, there's it, not a bunch of naked people down there dancing in the street. But it makes me wonder sometimes if some of these movie guys didn't, like see this and decide to put it in movies because if you if you look around there's like guys in bear costumes they always do them in like comedy skits you know guys in bear costumes guys in whatever it's in all kinds of shows it's oh, yeah. funny as hell so it makes me wonder if they did somebody didn't witness in this and they were like oh this would be really hilarious in our skit and then you know somebody else did it and then somebody you know it's yeah, I just find that funny. That's all that thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. People will make up stuff, put it on the internet, and somebody will actually think that it's true. Oh, yeah. I mean? Right. So somebody had a wild party, and they made up this crazy story about, let's put on some bear costumes and dance around. It's good luck. I mean, it just, it's going to be good luck. Right. And that's how these things start. Well, no. you know, here's the whole thing. They probably didn't make this up. I'm willing to bet it was a bunch of guys sitting around a fire in Romania, got drunk, thought it'd be hilarious to put on some bear skids and go around and scare people. Right. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Yeah. Exactly. Let's just be honest here. Uh, <laughs> There's yeah. always a story behind everything. That may not be it's the real funny. reason, but come on, folks. There's some funny uh, things that happen that are the real reason why some of these things, you know, get that, started. You know, we really need to do a podcast of coming up with a bunch of those those coined phrases that people say. It is what it is. Where'd that come from? Somebody had to have said it that made it go global. Right. Or like, my I mean, bad. Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> now, I didn't coin the phrase, uh, live in the dream. Right. You know, but one day at work, one of the upper executives walked by me and he said, Nick, how's your day going? I said, I'm living the dream. Within 48 hours, everybody in the company was saying it because he said it to somebody else and it just trickled downhill. Nice. Now, I'm sure people have said it. You know, I didn't coin the phrase. I'm not taking all the credit for it. But in, in my realm, in that office, to that point, I can't remember anybody ever saying it. <laughs> right? Probably I know what you're saying. A TV show, or I saw it on a TikTok video, or an Instagram, or Facebook, somewhere. Right. And I said it to him, and now they're still doing it. That's funny. So I changed mine to, I'm still standing. How yeah. you doing, Nick? Still standing. You know, because we talked about that earlier. Right. So that one's not, that one's not holding its weight and nobody's following up with that, you know, but living the dream. Yeah. That lasted for a while. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I got only a response for one response for you, man. What's that? Nightmares or dreams too. That's you said that. <laughs> Negative Nancy. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, just, it's funny as hell. I mean, come on. Every time I say that, somebody's like, you're living the dream. And I'm like, nightmares and dreams, too. And they just kind of look at me like, damn it. Pick the air out of that <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I do it on purpose. It's so much fun to see the, the, the air get let out, you know, because they're just like, yeah. <laughs> it's funny as hell. 
I'm sorry. I know I'm a horrible person, but it's funny as hell, folks. It really is. Because then they think about it and they're like, God damn it. So. <laughs> I guess the dream ain't all that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but see, talking about that, and I'm reading this little article here. Okay. 35% of people attribute losing motivation as the top reasons for giving up on their resolution, right? Right. The following, you ready for this? Yeah. Too busy, 19%. They changed their goals or priorities, 18%. Okay. I mean, I guess so, right? Right. You know, but I'm just too busy to lose weight. I'm too busy to quit drinking. Well, but, uh, okay, a good example is we had talked about my goal, my New Year's resolution. And I had a couple of them that were, you know, pretty aggressive. But, like, okay, what was it? There was one that was <coughs> learn how to play the bass guitar. That was the one. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was one of my goals. That was one of my, you know, I wanted to try to learn how to play one song. But could I have still done it? Yes. But. I traded that, if you remember, for being a committee member on the foundation. Right. You know, so that would achieve two goals because it actually, the social goal, but I'm also doing something, you know, so. Mentally healthy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's taxing on your mental health, but yes, yeah. So. I actually now I think you should do that again with the bass guitar, and I know the song you need to do. Okay, it's called "Pieces" by Ginger. You okay. can watch the video. The guy actually does. They actually show the bass player doing all all the chords or riffs or whatever you want to call it. Right. So you can pick it up really quick. But that, that's an interesting song. If you've never heard it, everybody needs to listen to it once. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Yes. Okay. I never I never let you listen to it. No, I'll have to look it up. It'll blow your mind. It's called Pieces, and the name of the group is Ginger with a G, G not with a J, not a G. Okay. So it's J-I-N-J-E-R, Ginger. Okay. Instead of G-E-N-G-E-R. Okay. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It, the song in the beginning of it, you're like, wow, this is a really good song. And then she starts bellering that that hardcore, you know, acid rock, screaming into the microphone oh. with voice. <laughs> it's like, what just happened? happened. Exactly. <laughs> but the melody of the song is really good. And the players that are playing it, oh, man, the music is really good. I had Daryl, who has a master's degree in music. I sent him that song, and he's like, wow, that song caught me off guard, but the melody and the layout and the structure and, you know, all of his music knowledge. Right. It was really good. Phenomenal. Nice. Cut the singing out and just play the song, and it's awesome. Okay. But, yeah. That's funny. Get back to New Year's resolution, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. So, in Mexico, they have a gift the giving the gift of homemade tamales. Man, now that's one I could get used to. I want to go. <laughs> we need to move to Mexico for New Year's Day. Exactly, right? I see, I'll bet you I'll bet you they do that here. Oh yeah. I'll be bet you some of those tamale trucks. Yeah. I'll bet you they're cutting their prices because it's New Year's Day and if they if they believe in that, right. They're cutting their prices just to, you know. Right. That's pretty cool. That's funny. So, no, it's just some funny stuff. It's just, yeah. Okay, where's, there was one I was, nope, that wasn't it, nope. Okay, you know what we didn't do? What? We never got into how New Year's resolutions got started. Ooh, okay. This is going to blow your mind because I just read this, and I'm like, what? Okay. Ready for this? New Year's resolutions date back four years to the Babylonians 
who celebrated their first barley harvest. What? Okay. I didn't know that. That's interesting. But those are still prevalent in modern times. At 38% of the U.S. adults selling their goals uh, or setting resolutions every year. The three most popular goals are health, exercise, eating healthy, losing weight. Okay. So, yeah, that's pretty normal. Okay, this come is on. No, so you're not doing any New Year's resolutions this year? No. Because really? I know I won't. Yeah, I know I won't. It's not a motivational tool for me. You know, say, okay, I'm going to do a New Year's resolution. Just you know, I, I, you know, I do want to lose some weight. You know, 25, 30 pounds, that'd be good. You know, I do want to cut back on my drinking. And I did for a while, you know. <laughs> I just picked it back up. I but I never made a, I never said, I'm going to quit drinking. I, I just got bored one day. You and I even talked <laughs> about that. You're looking at me like, what? No, I, I know what I, you're talking about. I remember. I just kind of got bored. You know, just nothing was tasting good and nothing, you know. Yeah, it was actually just, right after Renfest, whatever, you got a little tipsy on the mead there, buddy. <laughs> uh, Renfest is what kicked me back <laughs> yeah. in the gear. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, because what, <laughs> September, October? I don't even think, you know, used to come home, have a beer or two every night with dinner or whatever, a glass of wine, whatever, right? Right. And... Somehow in September, I just was like, I'm done. Nope. Then I started drinking, I started drinking sodas again. And that was tremendously bad. Yeah. Yeah. I started getting lethargic. I didn't want to get out of bed. I was starting to worry about getting out of bed in the morning. I mean, I just didn't have any energy. Right. And the, I stopped doing those and I drank a Gatorade and I got on the treadmill. A, a, just a comfortable walk for like 20 minutes. Right. And I drank a Gatorade, and I guess the electro... And this is still taking all those vitamins, right? Right, yeah. That soda kicked me in the teeth. Right. And I guess at my age, it's it's not as easy to recover. So I started drinking Gatorade instead of sodas. You know, I then, of course, I stopped drinking the alcohol until somebody gave me mead. <laughs> <laughs> Like the way I blame that on somebody. Yeah. I didn't mention any names, but no, exactly. it wasn't my fault. They held me down. Everybody's bigger than me because I'm just a little guy. Well, okay, so I can honestly say it wasn't <laughs> me because I'm not the one that paid. See, and there you have it. There you go. We're not we're not gonna blame anybody because we're happy they did. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. I know. So, so yeah. Oh, I almost matched my third of my one of my other goals. I I almost I towards the end of the year I kind of stopped. But I think we had talked about this. I was looking at mine and it's uh curl 100 pounds two-handed. Oh yeah, I remember that. Right. I was up to 95. It's close enough. It's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm for some it. reason I stopped working out. I don't know. I just, oh, I, I do remember why. I know exactly why you stopped working out because you said why you did. Okay. Why did I stop working out? You were, were you were wrapped up in the foundation. You were doing a lot of, I mean, you were, and it wasn't just work was a little stressful, but you were doing stuff for the foundation and you just kind of got sidetracked. Not that the foundation was overwhelming your time. But I think your focus shift, and you went, okay, I'm just going to put that down for, for a little bit. And... Yeah, and, and it, the foundation is emotionally exhausting. Oh, yeah. It's rewarding as hell, but it can be emotionally exhausting. Well, it and it was for you, because I remember you saying, hey, you know, we're supposed to do a podcast tonight. Can we do it tomorrow night? I just, you know, or can we, you know. Right. Yeah. And and I've done the same to you. Whatever whatever was going on with me, if I was just like, hey, I just can't, I need a break, you know, or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. Emotionally not ready for it tonight. And when you get emotionally drained like that, the last thing you want to do is physically do something. Yes. No. It takes more away from your physical strength than you know, shoveling 
yeah. BS all, you know, whatever. Right, exactly, exactly. Sorry, I was trying not to say the dirty word, but, you know. Say it. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Shoveling shit. Yeah, there whatever. you go. That's funny. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to make a New Year's resolution. Okay. I already know that it's not a motivator for me, so it's kind of a hollow thing. And it's almost the way I, if I was to say, okay, I'm going to start exercising. And then I don't, that failed attempt is more damaging to motivation than doing it on my own time and presence, if that makes sense. Right. So if I started thinking about a new, I'm sorry, if if I started thinking about a New Year's resolution like August, you know what I mean? I'm going to start working out. If I start in August, I will motivate myself. It, it might take me that long to motivate myself to start. Right. But when you think about a New Year's resolutions after Christmas. Right. Okay. So I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna quit drinking. Well, you're not. Right. You know. Right. Okay. So you know, and it's funny you talk about that because I actually have a really good one. So I, okay. it's not a New Year's resolution. I'm not making. I'm not making New Year's resolutions this year. Okay. I'm not gonna put anything down. But I did make a, a resolution, not New Year's, a resolution to, and this goes back to part of the being more social, but to be more involved with my friends. And I have made an That's effort, and, and, and it's, I did that like in October. You know? Yeah, you did. You know, so, yes, we have. Yeah, exactly. We've, I mean, we even did it back in the summer. If you think about it, because we did the uh, the Van Gogh, we did right. bowling, we uh, you know we did Renfest on a Saturday. We did Renfest, right. yeah, right. And then this year I did my Christmas party. That went over without it. I mean, there were a lot of people there. So you know, I've made strides to get out and about, and and get you know, and not let the you know, emotional exhaustion dragged me down. I've been making, you know, I go out and we went bowling, you know, la- uh, what is it? Did we go last night? It was last night. Last night, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I actually went out and bought a new ball. Um, one of my goals this year is to bowl a little more. And yeah, so, you know. Now we need to go to a real bowling alley. We had fun, but for those of you who have bowled before, and know anything about bowling at all and are interested in it, these lanes were like rolling a bowling ball down the sidewalk. Oh, my gosh. Terrible. Yeah. They were dry as bone. Yes. You cannot throw a bowling ball the way you're supposed to throw a bowling ball without the oil on it. Right. And even the shoes were sticking. You couldn't even, yeah, you couldn't slide anything. Yeah, so see, here's where a New Year's resolution failed for me because if I'd have had a New Year's resolution that I'm going to cut back on my drinking because that lane was not oily and we couldn't, I was throwing the ball in the gutter and trying not, I mean, it was terrible. I know. So I started, Yeah. might as well get, might as well get drunk and have fun. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what we did. Yeah. <clears throat> but we did have fun. I mean, that's the key point. Oh, we exactly. did have a lot of fun. Uh, the game sucked, but. We did have fun. So, right. Nick, I did get a new bowling ball here recently, and, and that's that was, you know, it, it was interesting to throw on these lanes because let me tell you, folks, if you've ever been bowling and you throw a curveball, I don't think this one got 10 feet down the lane and it was in the gutter because it literally would go. <laughs> it, would, it broke right. It's like, it's like the perfect curveball. It would just go about 10, 15 feet and just break left. Right in the gutter. Every time. Yeah. No oil there to let it, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was painful. I walked that, what? I walked down the uh, the lane halfway. Dry as a bone. I know. Dry as a bone. There was, there was no getting around it. So, yeah. Started throwing in the balls that they provide you there that have no curve or nothing. And, and they were curved, which was really hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jay actually threw one of those goofy balls between his legs and almost got a strike. Didn't you get a nine? Yeah, I got a nine. Yeah. See? <laughs> See? It was funny you're as hell. You're throwing it like you're supposed to, like they taught you yeah. in the bowling. 
you get the right ball, the right shoes, the right everything, and you throw it, and it goes in the gutter. You're joking around. You throw the thing between your legs, and you get nine. What is that all about? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know. I don't know. Just nothing but a bunch of crazy. But so I am going to put a challenge, though, for all our fans and everyone I know to get out and live a happier life. I like that challenge. I like that challenge. And you you know what? Saying that, I think you actually motivated me before even this podcast to doing that. Because I don't know if I we you we talked a couple of weeks ago and we talked about being in a funk. And I think just that alone, the conversation, we never really resolved what it was the funk we were in right. or how we felt about it. But what it did do is say, we need to get out and have a happy, we need to get out from behind these walls. Cause I think I was just laying around, you know, I would just come home on a Friday and binge watch all weekend, right? you know, do my laundry and clean the house and that's it. That's all I would do. Right. But lately I know it's been Thanksgiving and Christmas and life's been going on, but we've been doing something and not expensive something. A couple times we, you know, we spend a little money, but yeah. other than that, right. And we're making plans to do that after the first of the year. So right, right. You know, and that's the whole thing. And 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 that's what I think maybe resonates better because when you're challenged, you're a little more motivated. Yes. Because then it's the request of a friend or a family member. It's not just. You're holding yourself, but you have a friend or family member holding you accountable to that right. challenge. And see, that puts it a little bit more in perspective because if you just do it yourself, like, eh, you know, right. you're having a bad day, you're like, oh, I'm not going to work out. You know, my <laughs> New Year's resolution was to work out, you know. So. Right. Yeah, you're not disappointed in yourself because it's not like you're worried about it. But right. if it's a challenge, eh, you're a little more worried about disappointing the person who issued the challenge. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's my challenge for everyone. I want everyone to have a great year. Go out. Have some fun. Be happy. I know it's challenging. We all have to deal with emotional stress, work stress, financial stress. But find yep. your place to give your make yourself happy. Find that Amen. place. Yeah. So. Amen. Okay. Do you have a challenge you, for everyone? I, I love you too. I, I, we're gonna stick on that. We're gonna stick with your challenge, and just stick with the one. If, if I was to even make any kind of a challenge, the first thing off the top of my head is get out in the sun, because I saw that statistic today that people that are outside more have. The more you're outside, the less you are compelled to have stress. Then we need to play golf more. Exactly. But we need to find a bowling alley that's outside that oils the lane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Okay. Wow. Keep the lanes old, not wet. Just keep them old and got to be outside. Hey, you know what? Maybe that's what we should do. Let's just let's make some money. And let's build a bowling alley with a retractable roof. All right, I'm going to start spending more money on the lotto. So we win the lotto, we'll just have a retractable roof yeah, over our bowling alley. Yeah, there you there go. You yeah, go. yeah. So. <laughs> now, that's just having too much damn money. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> Honestly, that would be, that would be actually kind of cool. Let's just be yeah. honest. That would be kind of cool, you know? Yeah. Be. Yeah. And bowling's pretty, pretty, I mean, bowling's pretty strenuous on your body, which is a good thing. It's a damn good workout. Yes. Throw a 15 pound or a 14 pound or a 16 pound ball. How many times do you have to throw it? In a regular game, you have to throw it 13 times. At least a minimum of 13 times. Well, the average, yeah. Two, yeah. well, I take that back. No, 12 it's times. Two per break. Well, no, no, it's no. If two... you struck out, it would be 12 times. Yeah. Yeah. You're but guaranteed you're going to throw it. Average. Yeah. You're going to throw it 12 yeah. times. 
most people yeah. are going to throw it. So 24, 25. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, 2, 4, 6, 8, and then 10, and then 10, you can throw three. Carry the 15. So. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but that's a good workout. So instead of actually going to the gym, which a lot of people just hate, Go find a sport. Bowling's not a bad deal. It's inexpensive. It's more expensive than it used to be, but it's still pretty inexpensive. No, most people will spend thirty dollars on a gym membership. Spend, a month. Yeah. Then quit going for years and never send the letter in, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. If you just instead pay once a month, you go play bowling, you'll have fun. You'll Get rid of some stress. You can bowl for three hours on a Wednesday night or something. Yeah, exactly. I think it's cheaper than that. $17 on a Monday night, something like that. Yeah. But the point is, yes, you know, and it's good for your health. Yes, it is. You know. Good exercise. Yeah, good. It's good exercise, and it's a deep stressor. Because, dude, anytime you can throw a ball and destroy something, I mean, it's got to be. That's a de-stress factor right there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, we got to wrap this one up. Um, I know we were a little bit all over the place, folks, but you know, we kind of wanted to talk a little about about a little bit about these superstitions, and then Nick wanted to talk about the percentages, you know. But it's it's really interesting, just everything. But yeah, if you have an interesting, you know, New Year's one that you want to share with us, share with us. We'd love to talk about it. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so, but I think, you know, I'm going to stick to my challenge. No resolutions. It's all about challenges. There you go. I'm with it. I'm on. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. So, and, uh, okay, last comment. Anything? Nothing? We're good? Nope. I'm good. You're good? I'm good. Okay. We love you, fans. And, uh, of course, yep, of course, as always, keep following and keep listening.